You gotta save some for when you're better. We'll be honest, people. We're struggling. Not struggling. You certainly are struggling. I'm struggling because you're struggling. I've just been sick. Shoddy's been a little sick. Ugh, flu. You got the flu? Yeah. Damn. Shoddy's got the flu. I don't want to risk it to but get the here. biscuit. Yep, I can do yeah, this. we canceled last week's recording because he had the flu, and uh, he's still sick. So I don't want to risk it and get people sick, so we're going to do this. And then He's got the mask on. He's being courteous. Yes, I appreciate sir. you coming. Yes, sir. Um, scheduling has been tough. There's some tension between us. There's no tension. <laughs> don't lie to these people. No, there's, I mean, we've been brothers for too long. Even don't lie to these people. <laughs> even if I've been sick, little. people. Yeah. I've been sick. He's been sick. He's been sick. I've been trying to schedule. He's been frustrated. I've been frustrated. Long story short, we're here. <sighs> we are here talking to you on this beautiful, it's Wednesday. And honestly, the episode, this is a first. The episode's coming out today, baby. We're recording this. I'm throwing it in the edit and we're putting it out because our lovely guests, Blind Spot, are putting out a new song tomorrow. So they want the podcast to come out a little early Ahead of the song um, I would have loved to put it out last week That was the plan But like we said Rashad was sick We had to swap some stuff around yeah. But Blind Spot is here today Yeah Yeah, um, yeah You know I've been a friend of this, these guys for a while We've we've shared a couple of stages Blind Spot They're a rock Do band I know out them? of Boston have, have you met them? I don't know I've played on a bunch of shows with them for, from like the last couple of years, so maybe you. I mean, Probably. I wouldn't be surprised if you're at one of these shows. I think, yeah, it's a uh, lead singer her name is Alexa, um, and she rocks with this kid named Chris. They're they're really a duo. I mean, sometimes they bring in like a, a drummer or someone to fill in, um, but yeah, they've been rocking it just the two of them for a while. It was cool. I've known them for a while. We've shared many stages, like I said, but I haven't never like really just like sat down and chopped it up with them. So it was cool to chat with them about what they got going on. And they sent me their new song, like two new songs um, when we had scheduled the interview. So they sent me those. I got to listen to those ahead of time. Nice. You know how I like those unreleased tracks. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. I took a little trip out to Lowell um, and I banged out two podcasts that day. I had a hell of a podcast day. Next week's podcast was also recorded that day. It was great. I mean, like I said, these podcasts have been very healing very wonderful to connect with these people we got a very asmr podcast this week a lot of sniffles and snots <laughs> send send uh healing prayers up to our boy shoddy yeah get rid of that flu yeah but yeah yeah how are you how are you been <laughs> you've been in bed for the last uh, bro, two it's weeks it's been fucking horrible like all last week fucking sucked 
Are you still working? Uh, I may call. I called out yesterday because I threw up at work yesterday because of some food that I ate the night before. Ooh. And then I'm supposed to work today, but I may call out just to be safe. Caution. Yeah, damn. That all last week was fucking horrible. I felt like shit last week. Yeah. Like when it first came, the flu, like you know how like cold sweats and shit like that. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever had like the flu. It's just, it sucks, dude. It just sucks. It's like a cold times 20. Yeah. Yeah, my girl got her flu shot the other day. Maybe I should have done that. And then on top of that, I guess I've been sleeping wrong or I need new pillows because my neck has been in fucking pain for like the last three weeks. Yeah. Isn't that the worst part of being 30? Uh, Like, shut up. What? I'm going to be young forever, okay? <laughs> You're going to be young forever? You're complaining about neck problems because your pillows are wrong. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, no. I've just been dealing with it for the last like week and a half. Now. <laughs> it just sucks. It sucks. I feel like I was struggling in our last batch of recordings. I wasn't. Today you're struggling. But, you know, we appreciate you guys, these listeners, tuning in every Thursday or sometimes Wednesday here what we got going on right is what you make it make it good even if you're sick you heard it he's still preaching it even though he's struggling that's what we got to do so i guess without further ado we'll just head into the episode i apologize if i like muffled a little bit like he said i got the mask on on. he doesn't want to give me the flu which i appreciate but uh yeah without further ado here's my buddies in blind spot blind spot yeah nice to see you i know nice to see you i I feel like we've shared many stages um i don't think we've ever had a conversation you are probably right (laughs) yeah honestly i don't feel like i've ever heard chris's voice so it's nice it's common yeah (laughs) most haven't yeah yeah you rock the mysterious drummer guitar player thing uh well i dig it yeah Um, I'm excited. I, I, you know, I've been a fan of you guys for a while, ever since we started kind of playing in the same scene. Thank you. Um, but yeah, I've definitely been curious about what you do, why you do it, Hell how yeah. you do it, yeah. you know? Um, yeah, starting off right, right away, I just need to, I, I feel like, I, I don't know, when I look at what I 
do and did musically in, in my bands, I feel like we were almost kind of opposites in a way. Like, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is you guys just, you'll drop a single, right? Like one a year, it looks like you'll just drop a single and then you tour like across <laughs> the country. And I, I, I love that. I've always wanted to tour. I feel like in, I've always done like a show and then sprinkled out songs where, where it's always been the opposite. So is that intentional? How does that? Um, I mean, the touring thing, so it was always a dream, I guess, of mine. Yeah. Just to, like, really, like, if I was going to do it, like, I just wanted to try every aspect of going out there and, you know, being a rock star. Yeah. So it took a while to figure it out, and we worked with other bands. Um, But then when I, I was already booking shows around here for us, so it's the same thing traveling it's just a little bit harder to maybe get a response because you're coming from a different place they know that you're probably not going to bring out a huge crowd so you just have to send out quadruple the amount the amount of emails um and then it's about getting the dates in line so that way if you're going to go out for three weeks you don't have a week of nothing and you're stranded in the middle of the country and it's like what do we do because you can do a weekend tour or like whatever, but like I wanted to do like the real thing. So yeah, a month was probably the most I could get away with taking out of work at one time. <laughs> um, and I'm lucky that I got away with that. Yeah, but that was the challenge. It was. Yeah, you talk about it like it's easy almost. <laughs> like it is not reaching out. I've tried yeah, reaching out yeah. to in Idaho, some random bar. Yep. And then you like give them the specific date that needs to line up yes. in line with like what? And, and hopefully line up in a way that driving makes sense too. Like, yes, you're doing that all within the two of you. It's an unbelievable amount of work. I will say it's hours and hours and hours all night. And a lot of no thank yous, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> or just totally ghosting me. Yeah. But yes. <laughs> the difference about reaching around here, it's like, okay, like I want to play your venue, like what's open because I live here all the time. So we'll figure something out. But then like you're saying, if you're reaching out to Idaho or, you know, New York, Tennessee, whatever, you're like, I'm going to be in your state on April 22nd. What do you got? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So a lot of times they're like, oh, we're closed on Tuesdays. And it's like, <laughs> that's happened so many times. And it's like, wow, the one venue that answered is closed. <laughs> so. So your longest tour was a month. A month. And is that, was that across the whole country? And yeah. Back? What, what are we talking? Yeah. So, well, we've played, I think, in like 32 states now. Amazing. So, yeah, That's I mean, awesome. It, oh my it's, god, it's touring amazing. is still on my bucket list, like a legit tour. Uh, yeah. But it's it's not easy. No, it's so hard. No, I mean, I'm so glad that you brought it up, just because like COVID and everything, like kind of, I yeah. feel like for me, nostalgic right now, even talking about it, because I feel like it took it away from me. Mm-hmm. Um, Did you have a tour planned? A whole entire tour yeah. planned oh, through no. California, confirmed venues that probably aren't even open anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my. And we've God. never been way out there, so heartbreaking yeah all the work that goes into it and then to just have it yeah there was depression oh yeah and it's not like the you know i mean you guys are killer but it's not you know the big names where it's like oh you know because then you got to almost do all that legwork again and be like starting from hey remember us remember we had this conversation Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. 
It's yeah. yeah. COVID is a heartbreak. So a whole tour, you were going to make it out to California. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. So COVID, how'd you guys, how'd you guys deal with it? I mean, that must've been pretty hard. I'm guessing there was a little bit of just like, let's lick our wounds and figure it out. But what, did you go right to writing or? Like a hundred percent. So I don't know how, but the beginning of 2020, we still ended up playing like 10 shows, which is like ridiculous because we're a psycho and like I book too much, but <laughs> I'm all so, about it. Yeah. So come March, we had already played like 10 shows and we ended up having to cancel obviously a bunch around here too. Um, but, you know, as we all know, when it first hit, we didn't know how long it was going to be. Right. Two so, weeks, right? Yeah, it was two you weeks. You know, schools were going <laughs> to open again in April and it was just like, we didn't know. So we were like, okay, we'll chill for a couple of weeks. We'll see what happens. But then it just kept dragging out longer and longer and we just didn't know. That's a good point. Yeah, right. In hindsight, it's like, oh, the, but yes, it was not only did tour plans and stuff get canceled, but it wasn't, uh, what am I trying to say? Like a, just a quick kill shot. You know, it was stab, like slowly just draining you and like, yeah. oh, maybe we can make it work and just getting slowly taken away from you piece by piece. I was finally going to go on tour. Yeah. My first one. Wow. But I didn't. I I was gonna support somebody on because I just I don't know how you book indie tours on your own. Well, I no, I mean supporting I someone else on a tour is just as good. Oh of yeah, of course. Yeah, but I don't need to make the phone calls, so it was, it was the best. You know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just so need to you show up. The ideal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, maybe one day, hopefully. Um, but so, and then it's, it's obviously you prefer the stage. It seems like. I think that I do. Probably Chris doesn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we literally bring like the complete opposite things to the table, which is why we work as only two people. Absolutely. Because I don't feel like there's one thing that one of us doesn't have that we need. Yeah. And it took a long time to realize that and figure it out. Because there's a lot of shoes to fill, right? I mean, I'm, I'm sure you guys have definitely played with other people, and I'm sure there's benefits to more arms, you mm -hmm. know? But also more cooks in the kitchen, more right. people you need to coordinate with, and obviously you guys have a good thing. I mean, how did this happen? How'd you guys meet? How long have you been rocking together? Where did Too it all long, start? not long enough, but... It um, seems like it's been yeah, a damn long time. I know, at this point. I think, yeah, we just know each other... Um, from friends of friends of high school. We didn't we didn't go to the same high school. No. Um, but I was in a band and she was uh dating the singer of the band. Just like chilling with the band. Like <laughs> <laughs> So that's how we met and we just like kinda had the same musical taste, so we just like hit it off right away. Yeah. The yeah. whole AIM. That was how like oh, yeah. we like That's chatted. when it started, way back then. Yeah. Oh okay. we, we were AIM friends. Yeah. <laughs> After school instant message. Um, but that was the thing, though. He was in, like, a random metal band, but then, like, on oh. the outside, like, we liked the same, you know, indie alternative, but also classic rock type of music. Yeah. And he asked me to play an open mic one time because I was just, like, a girl, like, who had an acoustic guitar and, like, whatever. So he was getting into sound recording and asked me, you know, do you want to be like one of my first people that like I record? And I'm like, sure, I'll come and sing like this Billy Joel song that I've been playing. Like I didn't have any of my own songs. Oh yeah. And um, we lost touch for a while. And then he said, oh, let's ask her to sing at this open mic. 
And I almost didn't do it because I never, I never really sang before. That wasn't who I thought I was. I always thought I was going to be Joe Perry, the guitar player. Really? So like complete oh. surprise when Steven completely channeled me. But no. <laughs> <laughs> but that didn't come right away. Like I was really scared. I didn't want to do it. I didn't think I could do it. That's scary. Yeah, but a few people pushed me and said, you know, like you might regret it if you don't. So shout out to those people yeah. because that changed my entire life. Absolutely. Wait, so but guitar came first. You were always kind of into yeah. music, but you thought um, you were going to be the guitar player. I thought band. I was going to be the guitar player because I didn't think that I could get out there and lead a band, yeah. right? Yeah. Like this is teenage me. Um, so, I, you know, I got my first guitar when I was eight and then the collection grew from there and I always loved playing guitar, but I just never really exercised my voice until... Chris came along. Yeah, and it's always, you know, I, I, it's more comfortable to hide behind an instrument, put your right. head down. It, when it's just you, you know, you're like, this is me. It, it's a little, little yeah, more scary. it takes a lot. Yeah. Um, so you play the drums, the guitar, whatever the hell the band needs for the song, it looks <laughs> like. It. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever we need. I, I love it. So you guys obviously played a backing tracks, right? We do. Yeah. So what do you prefer? Drums, guitar? Uh, drums is definitely the most fun for sure. Hell yeah! Um, what but, came first? Uh, piano actually. Oh shit! Okay, that's cool. my first instrument. Yeah, <laughs> damn, love that. I've been playing that forever. I picked up guitar in high school, and then I think I picked up drums around the same time. But I didn't really get serious with it until we needed a drummer. Really? Wow, drums came last. Yeah. yeah. Not bad. You're a fucking real drummer, dude. I thought for sure, you know. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. I remember you telling me when you played guitar that you always wanted to drum for a band. And she wouldn't let me. Well, I was like, can he do it? Like, <laughs> Yeah, it's not the easiest <laughs> right, thing. It's like, not like a guitar, <laughs> learn a couple chords. I feel like guitar can come kind of quick. Drums, you really need to break your brain and split it up. And well, that takes Chris a bit of time. Chris always wrote our drum parts, and they were always hard. So we struggled because we played with so many people. But like, I mean, I do feel that like our songwriting is like, you know, intricate, complex. It has layers. So like it required, you know, more than just like a beginner. And it just, you know, we found somebody for a little while and then it didn't work out because of personalities. You know, it's hard to get everybody as dedicated and passionate as you. Oh, yeah. And so I think Chris was closet practicing, you know. <laughs> in his parents' basement, and didn't really tell me until he was ready to like, actually. I got a play. surprise for you. Yeah, because <laughs> the first time I did not expect him to be able to play like voices, our song, and like whatever. And I was like, okay, we can do this. No shit. Oh, yeah. isn't that the best? I remember yeah. dropping hints every couple practices, like. I could play the drums, you know. And I'd be like, <laughs> really? And she like didn't believe me. <laughs> oh my god! I'd be I like, you're that. so into yourself now. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a big feat. Well, that's awesome. Oh my god, I love that. Um, but so, do you do all the recording? Where do you guys re yeah. record your stuff? Uh, well, before we moved here, we did it all out of my parents' house. But um, it's all been you behind the board. Yep. Oh wow. Yeah. That kid right there. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, honestly, I would have guessed you guys were paying for these. I mean, they, they yeah. sound awesome. No, I Did you mean... go to school for recording? or? Yeah, I went to UMass Lowell for sound recordings. Nice, yeah. nice, nice, nice. And have you been... Is that when you started, or were you recording music before then? Um, I was recording before then. Me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah my, my first band, we were uh, recording out of 
some guy's house that we had met and that's kind of where I got the bug for it. Uh, and then I started looking into, you know, where can I learn more? Went to UMass Lowell and hell yeah. yeah. I love that. So it works out really well. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like, it. I mean, but that, that leads me to my next question. Why don't you guys put out some more music? As a, as a Blind Spot fan, you really have us by the balls and just waiting. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, waiting a good chunk of time. But I, I have to give you guys props. When you drop, you drop videos. You, thank you. You go all out. The release. I, I really do appreciate your, your well, release that is, rollout. Thank you very much. And that is the answer to your question because we have a song so ready to go that I believe is the one. And we wanted to do a video with it, and then it was COVID. So right now we are literally coordinating. We have the whole concept for the video ready to go. The song's recorded, and then we have a whole EP almost done recorded, ready to go. So Wait, you've been sitting on this? Sitting on it. Since COVID since started? COVID. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I've been talking to a lot of artists on this that I, I really respect that patience and you know, really caring about the way you want to do it and, and not compromising for less. But goddamn, I just know when I have a good song, it burns a hole in my pocket. I can't I, I can't keep it there. I know. The fact that you've been holding it, especially since all we have to do, there's no shows, there's no anything. All we can do is release. But that and you guys was are the still thing. like, it's not the way. Because we everybody wanna. was releasing all overlapping and I just mm -hmm. felt like what we had was so special that it wouldn't stand out enough because everybody was on the internet and everybody was doing live streams and I was like after a while viewership started going down because it was just oversaturated and I was like I can't have these songs that we think could be the best that we've done yet get overlooked and not get enough attention yeah no that's fair that's so fair it yeah. was hard you know but so what did you guys do to fill that time? I mean, did you put the band on hold? Did you get back to writing some more songs? Did you work on some personal shit? I mean, I know COVID <laughs> was like, you know, everybody did what they had to do. Yeah. Everybody worked through it their own ways. And no, especially know. musicians. I know me personally, it was like, because shows were canceled, all we had to do is write. Yeah. And then writer's block. I, I couldn't, you really? know, it was like, what, yeah, what the hell? And I, I've talked to a lot of people. It was just like, it was such a confusing time. I was like, I don't know. I had a hard time writing myself for the first couple months. It wasn't until I like kind of like forced myself, you know, a couple months in to like really just sit down and write something, even if it wasn't great. Yeah. Just do something. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. No, I feel that too. It was almost like because <laughs> there was nothing to do but write. And so it was like, oh, this would be the perfect time to write. Yeah. It's almost, now it's two part. I can't do it. Right. Yeah, it was so, <laughs> it's so frustrating. Um, How did you deal with that? Well, I think Chris is more like he never stopped trying to write whether there was a writer's block or not. And then I feel like for me, like I'm very emotional. So I feel like I was dramatic and just acted like my life was over and I'd never be on a stage again. Like, you know, just, just like overreacting but not and just like you know in a panic well completely so, valid yeah. i mean you just had a huge tour all this work yeah thrown out the window right. yeah, exactly you have the right to be emotional you know Absolutely. so as time went on i was just kind of like you know what am i even doing this for like you know is it ever going to come back like i don't know especially us indie artists you know we work for this momentum and whether it be true or not 
once that momentum's gone, we feel invisible. Like, yeah. well, now it's now what? You yeah. know, I didn't get to where I needed to be, and now everything's gone. Exactly. And, and now, yeah, like you said, what am I doing this all well, for? Right, what you say, like big bands, right? That everybody knows. It's like, okay, we'll take a year off. They do that anyways. Right, right. So after this is over, no one's going to forget, you know, who everyone is that they've already been established. But yeah. for us, it's like, you know, you talk about our tours and it's like, I feel like I'm looking in the past, you know, thinking and talking about them because it's like, if I was to do another one, you know, now it's like starting from the bottom. Yeah. 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 It, yeah. It, it's such a tricky game. I've always wanted to get to the point where I could take a break and write an album, <laughs> go dark for a little bit. Yeah. You know, but God, getting to that spot is just right. tricky. Yeah. Um, how, I, I have so many things I want to uh, tour questions, <laughs> recording questions. I am curious about like your writing process. How do you write? Is it very collaborative between the two of you or is it one person brings an idea to the table? The other one kind of brings themselves to that idea. Yeah, I would say it would be that. I think that Chris is usually the foundation um, because as we said, he does all of our recording. So like he's very like in Pro Tools 24-7 anyways, but he'll have an idea and he can really, really translate it where when he gives it to me, it's not, it could be like a voice recording, but it could also be a full out song, you know, samples are in there and whatever program, like I'm sounding amateur because I'm not a recorder, <laughs> but like the whole thing is ready to go. And it's just like, okay, put a melody in lyrics. Like he's got the drums, the bass and the guitar parts. You know, sometimes he'll even have the melody and be like, and these words need to go here. Like, oh, wow. wow he hears wow. it and then, like, he gives it to me and then I sit with it and then I I write a story. Yeah. So, you know. What, what she described is like 1% of the time. 1%. Wow. I felt like that was like my process. <laughs> well, I'm, I don't get an entire song done in like one shot. That's like. Well. <laughs> I mean, sometimes, sometimes I'm lucky. I don't so, accept uh, it yeah. any other way. Right. No. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like that's her perspective of it. But as you're in there building the foundation, I'm sure it comes in so many different ways and and different. So what, what what's your side of the story? <laughs> no, I mean, I definitely agree with her that that is how it happens sometimes. And that's great. I mean, if you're lucky enough to get it in one shot, then it usually comes out better than anything you kind of labor over for a long time. Um but yeah, usually I'll just come up with like a snippet of an idea and I'm like, this part is really good. And then it's just like, how do I build a song around this part? Yeah. And usually I'll, I'll like show her like, you know, a segment of a song. And if I get a reaction from her, then I'll like keep working on it. If See, not, and I reject yeah, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I reject a lot. I'm a very hard critic. Yeah. But the thing is, though, like what I described is like what happened for the songs that like we went all the way with. Right. And so. just because you're not digging your idea it's not like it's a bad idea but it's like uh, it's not blind spot you know I, or, i'm not right it. it's Sometimes, not blind yeah. spot yeah. it's not up to our par but also <laughs> what well you have to but if there's sorry chris but <laughs> it's all good. up to your own part so it's not that be, big of a it's part of being creative yeah exactly Absolutely. up to his own par but also uh, something can happen where if like you only get a snippet and i'm like oh my god like i love this and then it just stays just that snippet. 
forever and i'm like oh can't we finish that one and like sometimes it doesn't always happen oh yeah you know that is something that i feel many many musicians know it's like i i've heard it referred uh, it's almost like verse one syndrome or something like i'll write a great first verse and then Mm -hmm. it's like where does it go? I don't yep. know. I can't hear a chorus. Every chorus that's coming just sounds like trap, you know, and mm-hmm. then it just stays that one really good part that you do believe in, but you yep. just right. don't know where to take it. Exactly. But a lot so of times, a lot of times, I mean, I save everything on my phone in like voice memos or whatever. Yeah. Isn't so that a beautiful tool? A lot of times <laughs> I'll go back and like listen to a super old idea and I'll rework it. Good for you <laughs> because I record all these noises and ideas. I never go back. Never once. Really? Yeah. I, I, I suck at that. So good for you because- I probably should. That's why I'm recording them. I yeah. never used to, but I started doing it recently. Yeah, yeah. No, that's great. Especially in a writer's block. It's like, well, let's go back to when I was yeah. feeling inspired, you know? Right. right. I always use it as, like, if I'm writing melodies to an instrumental right there, you know, because melodies are fleeting mm. noises, you know, I really got to get that down, and then I'll listen to it in the moment, but as for random ideas, I'm really bad at, like, going back through my voice memos and, and seeing what was up, but right. uh, so it sounds like you're strictly melody and lyrics, and that's You're instrumental, me. yeah. And but then so, we do the producing together where it's like, okay, this part, like, you know, how long should it be? Or, yeah. you know, let's cut that and whatever. Right. So, right, right. And you have, yeah, you're very much involved in the bigger right. picture, too. Yes. But I'm just curious, as a guitar player, do you write a lot of guitar or do you just kind of, you like playing? I think that I like playing more. I don't know. I feel like I, I can be hard on myself in terms of like oh that's stupid like you know (laughs) (laughs) you do seem like a tough critic you seem like yeah no (laughs) no not that but you seem like you don't settle for less yeah believe me i have a very long personal you know voice memo collection that only my ears have heard because then if i go back and listen i'm like oh the hell was I thinking? My God. You know, yeah, if I you want some real good blackmail on on, an, on a musician, go go get their voice memo. Like, <laughs> right. Look in anything. Look at my pictures, my text. Please don't listen to my voice memo. Yeah. You know? But I'm personal. but I'm more I'm more about like the lyric writing. Like if you go through my phone, like it's endless scrolling of words and phrases and things that I think are cool yeah. and like whatever. So yeah, I think I think I'm more of like a storyteller. I guess. Well, so that leads yeah. me to my next question. Um, do you write from your perspective a lot, or are you, like you said, a storyteller? So are you making things up? I think it's a combination of both. Yeah. Cool. So I think that a lot of times people will say, like, "What is this song about? Like, did that happen to you?" And I'm like, "I'm not sure. Like, I think that like it happened to someone, right? It might not have been me." But there are songs where I feel like as I've gotten older and matured, that now more are coming from my personal experience so like yeah. i know that like our next song that we're talking about that we want to do is extremely personal to me and it's like all my personal experience so like nice that one is from me and like i'm really excited when we do release it to talk about it and share that with people because it really means a lot to me yeah. but i think that our songs are a combination of both or maybe maybe the chorus was about me but the verse was about you like you know I love that. So, yeah. yes having that freedom is beautiful because mm-hmm. it doesn't stick you in a box you know i love the idea too is like did it happen? Well, maybe maybe it's a version of something that happened, <laughs> yeah. but I heightened it mm-hmm. for art. You know that mm-hmm. that's what it is. I love that. That's awesome. Um, well, you guys have a super impressive list. Like I was reading this of the people you've opened up for. <laughs> like what in the fuck, dude? 
Steven Tyler, Scott Weiland, yes. Fuel, Puddle of Mud, Buck Cherry. How, how does this, how do you do that? That's amazing. They, those were some really crazy times. Yeah. Um, Scott Weiland, absolutely. Yeah. Love that guy. Yeah. Oh my God. Which was crazy because he passed away like only a year after that. Get out. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Wow. That, that was an unbelievable night. So cool to have shared a stage with him. Oh Unreal. my god, that's that's Unreal. a dream for me. I know. Where where what venue? Total dream. Um, Jewel in Manchester, New Hampshire. Okay, yeah. yeah Around yeah. that time, they were having um really really big shows there. Um, so that was that was Scott Weiland. We did um Plain White Tees there. Oh wow. We did Finger Eleven. Um, a couple others. Puddle of Mud. Puddle of Mud. Puddle that nice. was the big one. That, that was the first one. one. That was the first one. So we Wait, won... did you happen to play with a band called Carolina Burn on that yes. show as well? Yes. I know the singer of him. Oh. I remember I was really good friends with him at the time he booked that gig. He was so stoked. He's opening oh, up for yeah. Puddle of Mud. Yeah. I was like, at Jewel. Yeah. Was they like, were really sick. good. Yeah. We I always tried to play with them. No, Carolina Burn too. Oh, yeah. But Carolina Burn yeah. was great. Yeah. They yes. were good. Um, we won a battle of the band, so that's how that started, and oh. we got on the Puddle of Mud show. So who knows? Like Puddle of Mud went on at nine thirty, and we played at seven. Yeah, but like whatever, like <laughs> right, everyone same was stage, there. Same night. Hell yeah. yeah! Oh yeah. Um, so then that was how we kind of started getting to know the venue, the people yeah. working on putting on the shows. So it kind of like, you know skyrocketed from there and we got on a lot more so because every show is an opportunity yes right? no matter how big how small it's so beautiful to see what it could lead to totally you know? oh yeah. we met so many people doing those shows i mean it's an unbelievable like new hampshire has like very passionate music yeah. lovers so I've never played in new hampshire yeah it's, i've heard it's of a jewel i probably have reached out to them before but yeah i've never got to never got to play out there yet yeah People, people love like their, you know, their Actually, roots there. Picture, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Back to you. But no, <laughs> and, and, and you know, it means a lot. Like they're real fans, you know. A they blind come. spot. Or, or just music. So like right. it's a good people to meet, yeah, you know. Yeah. So. People that, yes, there's nothing better than performing for people that appreciate and love live music. Right. That's oh what it God. is. You go to the bar and like they're not at the bar. They're at the stage watching yeah. you. So like, you know, the New Hampshire is good. Yeah, shout out to shout out to Jewel and all the people <laughs> in New Hampshire. So, but I know from following you on Instagram for quite some time, big Aerosmith fan. Oh God, you opened up for Steven Tyler. <laughs> like, how did you how'd you breathe? Oh my God, uh, I did not. That show? I did not. I actually blacked out. Um, <laughs> did you get to meet him? <laughs> yes. Oh. Um, Hence the blacking out. <laughs> I did black out. I fell on the ground. I passed out. Oh my! <laughs> did you really? Oh my God! I thought it was like an exaggeration. No, no for my real. My dad was like, "What is happening?" So, oh my God! They put together wild. a huge, crazy festival, and they called it Laconia Fest, and it ended up like crashing down by the end of the week. Oh boy! But every single night was like a crazy, crazy headliner. So that one night was Steven, but there were other people. I think like Brett Michaels was one night. Oh, like cool. every night was like a big like festival, and then you petitioned to get on it, right? So there were two stages. It started at twelve. You know, you could play at two o'clock. Right. And Steven's on at nine. So yeah. like he's probably not going to see you. And the people that are going to see Steven, they weren't there when you were playing. So like it, it was like that. It was an all day thing. But what a great opportunity. Absolutely. So I only wanted to do it if we could get picked for Steven's day. Yeah. So when we did, I think we played like five o'clock, which wasn't bad. Definitely yeah. thought that was a cool time slot. So after we played, 
um, somebody gave me a tip that Steven was walking around in the crowd and, you know, surrounded by all his entourage and bodyguards <laughs> yeah. and everything. So, like, me and my parents went on a hunt because we were like, okay, this is my moment. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, they know. This is what I came here to yeah, do. Like, yeah, like, it's been, it's been a lifelong, like, Steven and me. But, <laughs> <I love> <laughs> like, it's a problem. And we found him. So, I just started, like, screaming, I think. I just started screaming his name. And like, I don't I think, I, yeah, like I, I literally got like fuzzy and he turned around. I, cause I, cause I know I screamed out my band just played. So that's what got his attention. Like I wasn't just like some random person. Like right, I was trying right. to tell him I'm like, I played yeah, today, yeah, like I'm yeah. a musician. <laughs> so, I mean, and ask anybody that's met him. He's so nice and like really, really will talk to people and like he's really kind. So he turned right around, he grabbed my wrist like really hard and he was like, what is the name of your band? <laughs> but didn't you, you probably had it written and on I your arm, right? on my arm. I was like, I did, but I was just like, blood, blood, like I don't know. And, so, I think, blood, blood. <laughs> and my mom who like forever will be in debt to her. I turned around and she had the camera ready. So oh, I was yes. just like a quick picture. Oh my and God. so she got the best picture. And right after that, he kissed me, which what? that was upsetting to my father, which like, hello, like, please understand how important that was. <laughs> oh my God, I love that. So then just I fell on the ground. Yeah, in like a pile of dirt and I couldn't get up. <laughs> I love that story. Oh my god. It That's was the incredible. best day of my life. Yeah, it yeah. sounds like it. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> That's awesome. So yeah, funny. I met his son before. Oh um, yeah. I was at a wedding and he he's married to one of my girlfriend's friends. Or oh something. no yeah, way. A really cool guy. We sat at the same table. Yeah, and just, like, he's really up. cool. Yeah. yeah. That's wild. That's awesome. You got to meet your oh, idol. I, I almost know. don't really like that. I don't like meeting famous people. Do you know the rapper Lil Dicky? I've heard of him. I was like, I popped out of my apartment the other day. I was walking down the street, like right in Boston. And I had just watched his show on Hulu. And then from afar down Tremont Street, I'm like, that looks like Lil Dicky. <laughs> and we're just like walking towards each other. And as he got closer, I was like, that is Lil Dicky. And wow. nothing feels crazier than like watching TV, seeing someone on TV and popping out of your apartment. And there that person is. That's so crazy. But instead, I just like lost all feeling in my body and just walked by him <laughs> as he walked by. I never engage. I'm not, I'm not the type. I can never be like, Lil Dicky. Yeah. You know, but I just need to like <laughs> let it pass. Because I'm just like numb. I don't know. It's wow. Just, yeah, it's weird. That's cool. Yeah, it is cool. But so that's awesome. You got to not only meet your idol you guys played on the same stage and that's just like that's cool it was crazy um i am dying to know where did the i thought that used to be a tattoo i thought i was like this chick ain't messing around she just (laughs) tattooed her whole (laughs) forearm with her band name (laughs) but so you just ink that up so i tell yeah and people will ask and people who have tattoos like so i don't actually have any tattoos but people who do will say like oh so like that's a tattoo and i'm like yeah Cause like if they don't know, like I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like you literally have ink on you, and you don't know that this yeah. is a sharpie, like whatever. And I'm covered. But, I legit thought that was real. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I'll be like, yeah, yeah, it is, and they'll be like, wow, cool, and like I'll let it go. So like, if you buy it, you buy it. But like, I do write it before every performance, yeah. um, any any type of thing that we do. Um, it happened one time when I was just like strange in my room, and 
had a pen and thought I'd write on myself because Steven writes on himself. So it oh, all nice. comes back to that. He nice. has like, he will, I don't know what kind of, if it's like some type of like black type of like, you know, it's thick like lipstick, huh. but he'll do like an eye and like stuff like that. That's a design. He has one tattoo, but like he'll do like other like designs all down his arm, squiggly oh, lines. So I was like, oh, I'm going to be like that. And I had like a Bic pen and like, (laughs) (laughs) and so I like wrote on my arm and we just had like some like cover gig. This was like very early into blind spot in downtown Lowell. And I like showed up and left it on. And I was like afraid to take my jacket off because like, I didn't know if people were going to think that was weird. (laughs) (laughs) So like I left it on and like whatever. And after that, I was just kind of like, okay, I don't want to write on my arm in pen. So then I got the Sharpie and tried that, and then I just kept doing it. And it got to the point where it's, I mean, it's kind of been a trademark where people people know us by that image. So, like, I'm definitely proud of that. And, like, people have said, like, oh, I wish I thought of that. And I'm like, well, I'm glad you didn't. But yeah, no. yeah, right. <laughs> I just, I'm, I love ritual, too, associated yeah. with my mm-hmm. art. There was a long time where I just, like, paint my thumb a uh, certain nail color for mm-hmm. right before every gig. You know, it's just, like, yeah. some ritualistic thing. Totally. And, I really respect how long you've stuck with it. I mean, I respect how long you guys have been together and rocking. Yeah. Like, it's not easy to keep a band together. And I think it's just very clear, you know, the bond between you two, that partnership. Mm-hmm. You know, you've had other touring members and this and that come and go, but mm-hmm. that stays strong. And that's yeah. that's huge. That's yeah. huge. Um, so you got some new music coming out. I do. Uh, sorry, listeners, but I did get a sneak peek. <laughs> I, I got to... Hear some blind spot. I know we've all been waiting. Yes, I love the tunes. I love them. I, I hear what Thank you're you. saying. I'm guessing one of those two is the one that you you're like, this this I think is the one. Yeah, I think yeah. that the first they one. They both have me bopping. Yeah, um, one of them's pretty dancey. Yeah. So, um, I'm excited about that. But I think that they're both powerful. Yes. Um, one of them we recorded actually at Northeastern um, initially when I was at Northeastern for school oh. with um, one of my professors who's like an amazing producer and sound engineer that I took basic recording with. That's as far as I could go. <laughs> but um, <laughs> um, Jim Anderson from Shut Northeastern up. University, he has been a huge influence on me in my music career and just like getting me to step out of the box and seeing what I was doing initially on stage and telling me like, keep doing that. And like, just like really like putting in my ear, like from somebody that's like really been around the block for, you know, what he thought would make me stand out and how I already did. And he really took Chris under his wing too, in terms and Chris didn't go to Northeastern for school, but would come and visit a lot because they had a cool studio there. So we would work with Jim and he really got to know Jim too. And, um, you know, I've graduated now, but he stays in touch with me, you know, we're on Facebook. So, I mean, it's pretty much every day he has like really, really, you know, been big for me. So I wanted to give him a shout out with um, the release of these songs. Nice. Yeah. It's always Super helpful to to learn from people that have been doing it yeah. for a long time, especially with sound recording and producing. It's so I, I know what really worked for me was like booking time with people that knew what they were doing and just kind of absorbing what they do. Mm-hmm. I mean, right. was did you do anything similar? No, for sure. 
Um, and we like would, uh, you know, talk about like different ways of doing things and like trying to figure out like, well, which way is better, which way was going to work best for this song. And it, it like, it wasn't, it wasn't a conflict, but it was like a, you know, a, a playful. Oh like, yeah. Right. Yeah. Friendly collab. collab. Yeah, exactly. absolutely. <laughs> yeah. That's the beautiful thing. And yeah. like art is, it's a mysterious thing. And I, I, you know, it is tricky because isn't it so frustrating when, when it does sound good both ways, you know, we're like, which right. way is better? Uh-huh. There's no right. But damn, sometimes when the, the drums are a little louder and that stuff, you know, it, it, there's so much you can manipulate and change yeah. sonically with mixing. And so, yeah, learning from someone who's done it for a while is is helpful. And that that's my love-hate relationship with collaboration, honestly, because it is a beautiful thing to get another mind in there, another perspective. But yeah, that dance of like, which one is better? Which one sounds better? The more options I had, the more stressed out I would yep. just right. <laughs> Yeah. It's like, I don't even know. Exactly. But that's really cool. He sounds like a valuable tool. So yes. shout For out sure. to him. Mm. Um, so these are the songs you've been sitting on since COVID? So so we actually have like so many more. Um, so we're doing it. We're doing it spread out. So these two songs we have played live before. Okay. So that's something to note that listeners, when we release these songs, they if you've seen a blind spot show, then maybe you've heard it. Um, we do have a lot more where they haven't been played live yet. Gotcha. Um, so those are going to be really, really new. But we figured to segue into releasing again. We would do two that hadn't been recorded or released, not on Spotify, Apple Music, nothing yet. Yeah. Um, but maybe you heard it at a show. Gotcha. So I that's like that. a treat for maybe some of those people. And then that's going to be like a little placeholder until we get, you know, the next video and then the full length that's going to follow. Full length, al- full length album? Well... Whatever you want to call it. Yeah, right. <laughs> These days, well, a yeah. body of work. Yeah. Yeah. Multiple yeah. songs you know, under one title, yes. Maybe <laughs> not because then it could take way too long and we have to get some shit out. So <laughs> we'll say some form of a body of work. Nice, nice. No, well, I just wanted to say like, you know, for having, you know, maybe written and recorded these songs a little while back. Mm-hmm. They still sound fresh. They fit right in. You know, it didn't sound dated or whatever. It sounded like Blind Spot. It sounded like an evolution of Blind Spot, which is, you know, yeah, I think that just means you guys do have an original sound. Um, But yeah, definitely fit in right with everything I've heard from you guys, but sounded like an appropriate next step. Great. Those were all written and recorded in this room? Oh, no, in Northeastern. Northeastern, the the first song that we're going to be releasing, it's called All I Had to Give. Yep. Um, so that was fully recorded at Northeastern. Um, the you second guys, one. Oh, I'm so no, sorry. I'm just very curious. Like, do you write like so you go if you're going to go record at Northeastern, especially someone who's very familiar, you know, comfortable in a home studio setting. Sure. Do you at least whip up a demo? Do you have the song written before you go then record it at Northeastern? Plus, so. That one was written. I don't know. if Did we have a demo for it? We must have. Mm, no, because we were like, let's work on a song with Jim. And then we were like, oh, like this is kind of an idea that we haven't hashed out yet. I think but I remember playing it on the acoustic guitar. In, in office. his office. Yeah. yeah I was just going to ask oh, you wow. if you remembered that. So we went in there and we didn't have a bridge. Um, the damn bridge. And, you know, Chris comes up with like really, really like emotional bridges that are like <laughs> really, really good. And like, yeah. I love it. But we we this is a really like dancey poppy song and like we didn't have a bridge, and so we sat in Jim's office. He had like a couch in there and he was just like sitting there on the computer and like 
Chris and I were sitting next to each other and he just started like strumming some chords and we literally came up with an instrumental bridge. And I think that might be our only instrumental bridge without actual vocal over it. Might be. That song's a little weird because it does have like a post-chorus thing that yeah. is a bridge as well. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I dig that. I um, label it like a certain way yeah, that like that maybe not of... everyone. <laughs> <laughs> right. Post-chorus, pre-chorus, yes, bridge, essentially exactly. all the same thing, right? <laughs> These are all made-up words. Yes, they, they're interchangeable depending on what song you're talking about. Right, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I love that. So, um, yeah, so you guys got those singles coming. Mm-hmm. We're ready for it. Thank I'm telling you. you. And so you said you're going to drop them before the video, working on a video for another song? Yep, exactly. Yep. So I guess that will be 2022 because here we are. Wow. But, you know. Yeah, it's hard to go dark for that long. But you guys are ready to really, really kick it into gear. And, and Yeah, we are. We tunes. have so much. I, I, you know, I think it's worth the wait. Yeah. No, from, <laughs> hey, from what I've heard, definitely for sure. Thanks. But so those two songs are going to come in 2021. 2021. Um, so I think what we'll do is do one um, and then release the second one, but re-release the first one with it. So that way they're oh, yeah. kind of like That's together. To sure. Yeah. Yes. So like they're, they are, you know, they're paired together, but they'll be spaced out. So that way people listen. Yeah. And, Whatever know. people are calling that thing that they're doing nowadays yeah. on streaming services. Yeah. It makes right. a lot of sense. Yeah. Doubling up the singles. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Awesome. Any shows coming up? Yeah. So, I mean, we, to be honest, we have played a lot in 2021, which, again, we didn't know, like, how are we going to transition back into this? Like, you know, are we going to be comfortable playing in bars and tight quarters, like, whatever? So early on in the summer, a band that we're close with, Mindset X, um, asked us to play the Shawshin in Manchester. Cheskin. My bad. And what was it now? The Shishquan? Shashquan? Shashquan? Shashkin? Shashkin. The movie? Shashkin. Huh? What's the venue? Shashank. Shashank. Yeah. What's Shashin? Damn it. On I'm out. dying to know. What was the name of the venue? What's the actual name of the venue? Shashkin. Shashkin. Pub. Shashkin. And I'm, 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 I have some Irish, but that like was rough. That. Is that Irish? Shashkin? Yeah, it's Is definitely it? an Irish pub. It's I an Irish know. pub. I Can I make a it. request as a fan, though? Yeah. This is an honest request. I'm, I'm, I, I, you guys do. I love your promotion. I love that you're hitting these stages. Give me some video from the shows. I want to know what happened. Mm. I want to see you guys in action. Okay. I love, but you guys are also onto something, right? Because I don't want to give it to you on Instagram. Come see a fucking show, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, I do story a lot. I'll story a lot of clips. Yep. Yep. yep and yep, I'll yep. be like, yep. look at how cool I was last night. No. no and I love those. <laughs> yeah. When yeah, cause somebody will film it and then you share it. Yeah. You right. Love getting bits of the show, but that's why I I, I have OCD. I film all of my shows. I, mm-hmm. I'm like addicted to yeah. it. Yeah. But it's mostly because I come from a place of when I see people like you guys promoting the show, hyping the show up, shows tonight, boom, silent. Yeah. I want to see the show. Yeah. Okay. You know? Okay. No, so that's just a, from a true blind spot fan. Give me some show content. Some and I promise I still footage. will make it out to a show. Oh, but yeah. But <laughs> you guys put on a hell of a show for two people, too. Thank you. Your stage presence is unreal. Thank you very much. Where do you, where do you learn these moves? Steven, but no. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> like I'm basically a psycho that just channels him. But no, I mean, I think that 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 is how I grew up, just like idolizing these people like him and many others. And it took 
many years, right? So we've been doing this for a while, and it did not come right away. And it right, was a you, process. You even said, I'm so sorry to cut you off, but now I'm just revisiting the beginning of this conversation where you were yeah. like, I was even hesitant to become a vocalist. Yeah, I, I didn't even was know. really just kind of into the guitar. And now I see you spin around on stage. Right. You won vocalist of the year. Or, or it was some you're right, lime, actually. I did. light I, award. I, there was some you. award. Yeah, you won. And so now you're, my point is, now you are just a force on stage. Thank winning you. awards. Come it was, a long yeah, way. It, but, the limelight music, it was... um front woman or front person, front person uh, yeah, yeah. of the year, which that that came at the end of like, you know, the quarantine. Mm. Um, so I know for a fact when I talked about earlier me being dramatic and emotional over like, was this ever gonna, you know, come back for me? Yeah. That was a huge inspiration when I won that. So that that was big and that lit the fire back yeah, again. So yes. yeah, thank you, Limelight. Um, our out. last video, Upside Down, was nominated as well for for that. Um, so check that video out. Yeah, but no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, we have we played a lot in 2021. That was um, what we were saying. And yeah, the Shaskeen, it's a great place in Manchester. Um, so I said our first show back. Let's let's go there because we've had good times there in the past, and it could yeah. not have been a better, you know, welcome back to the stage. It felt unbelievable to be back on stage in front of people again. And I think we've played seven shows now since then. And every single time I've thanked everybody from the bottom of our hearts that we couldn't be back up here if it wasn't for you yeah, being here with us. So it's so important. Thank you everybody for, you know, supporting live music Hell again. Yeah. And, you know, actually we opened for Alanis Morissette. Right. Um, around Labor Day this year so all of these things i think were you know for me it was like okay this is why we do this yeah even though like there was like a dark period here like this is why we're back like yes. that's it so. and there's nothing better than maybe getting kicked down dealing with this huge event and deciding like i'm not giving up yet yeah i'm you know i know with the music thing no one's making us do it right? right we're we're doing this out of the pure need to do it exactly. and it COVID aside is heartbreaking to begin with like the amount of rejection and this and that and not being where we want to be and comparing ourselves it is it's emotional it's mentally taxing yeah. and then you get hit with something like a pandemic and it's just another reason to give up yeah. and to just get back on the horse yeah and then to be rewarded with shows and opportunities it's just like Thank you. Yes, yes this that's is why exactly I do why. It. We're back. Not oh, giving it's up. Yep. Yeah. Not giving up. Yeah, COVID definitely, again, like I said, weeded out the week, you know? It, yeah. it really showed who's here and who's sticking around. I guess that's very yeah. true. Yeah. I'm glad the yeah. blind spot survived. Thanks. No, yeah. I mean, and likewise for you. I know you're doing a well, lot. My band cool. died. Yeah. Well, no, you're doing a <laughs> lot of drumming. My band died in COVID. You're yeah. doing drumming. Thanks, now, so yeah. you're alive. You're alive and hanging yes. on. I Again, I'm just one of those that refused to take no for an answer. I was just like, all right, well, if the lead singer thing, the universe might be telling me something here. <laughs> And I can't give up. I got to get back. Plus, my band, my band decided to quit. I wanted to keep going. 
Uh, but then enough about me. Yeah, we just we can't stop. I <laughs> yes. know I, I'm familiar with that hunger and I mm -hmm. respect the shit out of you guys. I love it. I love it. Thank I can't wait to catch much. a show. Thank you. Hope we get to share a stage again. Absolutely. Um, you guys got to come back when that full length comes out, full length, whatever it may be. Yeah, sure. um, <laughs> it'll be something. Yeah. Do you guys have release dates for the new tunes yet? I know we had talked. You were thinking November. I can edit this out if it's not true. But yeah, um, So I think that it's November, what, 9th? So let's say... It's going to be before Christmas. Okay, cool. It's going to be before Christmas. One of the songs. One of the songs. Love that's it. correct. Yeah. Yes. So the second one, I guess, will be 2022. Okay, cool. But they are together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Awesome. They're, and they will be on the full length, both of these two. Uh, these will probably mm, be a standalone. I think these Tight. will be, yeah, like a time-placing EP Love of that. two. Love that. So there's <laughs> even more music. Yep. Oh, oh, yeah. Right. Oh, awesome. yeah. I'm excited. Do you have any, I'm sorry, shows coming up? Yep, so um, December 11th, we will be in Lowell at the Worthen. Um, and then I think in January on the 21st, we're going to be at Thirsty First in Lowell with Motel Black. Cool. Yep, they just asked us that like the other day. Sorry, Chris. Chris is <laughs> yeah, he didn't know Chris about is that one. Out about gigs so with that, the that's listeners. how it happens. I go, yeah. So we're playing here, and he's like, okay. I'm so long for the ride. <laughs> I'm like, can you backline? Oh. Bring, bring the <laughs> yeah, all, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Backline the kit. Blah, blah, yeah. Check the work schedule. We're good. Awesome. Yeah, it must be pretty good to only have to coordinate two yeah, schedules. Yeah, that's why and, we like it too. Yes. No, that's awesome. Much easier. And, yeah, I'm sure. Um, I did want to just shout out the quality. You guys got to go check out their music videos. They're fucking incredible. I really do. Again, one other thing. I'm just envious of you guys really putting in. I'm sure it wasn't cheap, but it shows, you know, the quality of the videos. Thank you. What was the company you worked with? Yes. I had it on the tip of my tongue. 41st, 41st Casanova Productions. Yep. Yeah. So I've known Mike for a long time. Uh, we met in high school and he had the same type of dream for videography, right? That like I had for music. Oh, and hell yeah. One day we were just kind of like, hey, how you been? Like, whatever. And then we were like, okay, like, let's collab. Like, we have mutual interests here that could benefit each other. And we have four music videos with them now. Love so, it. So yeah. the, all of them are with them. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. When, once, you, once you find something that works. They share our know. creative vision and I feel comfortable um, with them. Like, yeah. I know probably my first time I was kind of like, oh, my God, am I an actress? What do I do? Like, right. <laughs> yeah. Music videos can be Yeah. Like, how do so. I look? Like, whatever. And, like, Mike knows me and he's just kind of like, okay, walk over there. Move move to the left two steps. I'm like, okay, just tell me where to go. Place me. Yeah. You know, dictate. Yeah. Right? Because I want it to be right. So right. tell me what to do. But even having, like, a people that you can communicate a vision, you know, because yes. music videos and songs, I mean, yes. the music video needs to complement the song. Absolutely. It to, it's the creative yeah, vision. Blend yes. it, you know, fit with it thematically. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, to find people that you have that open communication with that you feel comfortable, they can direct you and it's beautiful and it, yeah. it definitely shows. So yeah, go check out their music videos, people. Um, at Blindspot, I mean. At Blindspot underscore music is yep. our Instagram and our Twitter. And I mean, our website is blindspotmusic.org and our YouTube dot is org. dot org. Love yeah. That. What do you guys Dot org. Legit. Huh? Because, <laughs> 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 well, dot com, it was like, oh, like, you know, so-and-so Cyberborg owns this. And I'm like, I'm not getting into that. <laughs> the killers are a dot org. So I was fine with it. Right? That. Dot yeah. org. It whatever. makes you guys sound even more legit. Yeah. <laughs> dot com dot org. Dot God, org. I think like, I can go hello. to them for cease, uh, the COVID information. I don't know. It's legit. memorable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's memorable. Yeah. I love that. So blindspot.org. Blindspotmusic.org. Blindspotmusic.org. Yep. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, you guys, 
where I'm sorry, I meant to ask earlier. Where where where'd you land on the name Blind Spot? Let's go. Uh that one we were just kind of we actually we had it like our first show and we were like we need a name. <laughs> After the first show? No, no, no. Before, oh, right, right before. when it first, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now coming to the stage. What was your guys name? Yeah, it's <laughs> us. Um so we just whipped open a psychology book and I think the word was blind and That was all Chris. We he just like spot. yeah. He wow. blindly opened a book. And blindly chose blind. Pointed to a spot. Yep. And there it and is. That it was, yeah. I love that. So yeah. you guys are a little pissed. You have a little competition, right? There's like a TV show with blind spot. So the now, TV show and... did come later. I was gonna say, I feel like you guys were the original. Yeah, like yeah. we obviously were. And like <laughs> <laughs> I emailed them. I was like, We'll do the soundtrack, but like, no, they didn't respond. Hey, I but... love the... hey, you gotta send that email. You gotta do it. <laughs> but whatever, shows don't last forever and we will. Yes, amen, and I believe it. No, seriously, I respect the grind. Keep going, and yeah, let's share a stage sometime. Thank Absolutely. you guys so much for doing this. Thank, Thank you. you for having us. This hey. is very cool. Thank you. Absolutely. Peace. And shaboom, we're back. <gasps> Blind spot. Hello. Yeah, they were great. Honestly, it was it was cool to chop it up with them. Um, they have an interesting dynamic, and they're you know with a lot of these people I'm talking to, I've been fans of them for a while. Um, and I've had a lot of burning questions that I just, I've been dying to know. They're cool. I mean, we got into it in the episode, but they always fascinate me because they'll drop like a song or two a year, but then they'll tour the whole U S you know, they, really yeah, nice. they love playing. They love the shows. Um, you know, where I, I feel like I've almost done the opposite in my career. I put out I definitely feel a like good batch of music and have yet to, to tour across the U S but yeah it was cool i appreciate them and and go check out their new song that comes out tomorrow um i got to listen to two unreleased songs so i know that the other one that i got coming is just as great I, I was really excited it's you know like i said you listen to these guys for a while it's always nice to hear their new music and especially when it's so clear that they're you know they still sound like blind spot but it's you know it's very clear that they're taking a the next step nice. and it came up in the interview they've actually been sitting on the song for like a year Waiting for the right time to drop it. I don't even think I would wait a year to drop a song. I don't know how these people do it. Yavin did it too with his single that's coming out soon. He's been sitting that with him, with you know, in his pocket for almost a year, and I don't know, song burn a hole in my pocket. I got bravo to those people, man. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate a good rollout. I appreciate people, you know, thinking it through and doing what they got to do. Well, what is the song called that they're dropping about? All I had to give. All I had to give. Yeah. All I had to give. All I had to give you was a hug because you fucking suck. Look forward to that. Can't wait to can't wait to listen. I'm excited. That's great. I'm excited to listen to that music. Yeah, seriously, thank you guys for tuning in again to another episode. Save something from when you're better. Yeah. Shout out to Blindspot for coming on. Yeah. Really great to chop it up with those guys. Love you guys. Yeah. And we appreciate you hanging in with us, you know. The intro, outro this week, it was tough. You know, 50% of us is is struggling with influenza. Um, but again, he came out. Yes. We made it happen for you people. Yes. So give him a round of applause for doing that. This may never happen again. This may never happen again. It's a round of applause for Rashad right there coming through when you're sick. Yeah. Bravo. Yeah, give it up for him. This may never happen again. <laughs> the podcast, or are you coming in sick? Just me coming in sick. Oh. 
Well, yeah, hopefully you don't get sick after this two-week uh, influenza bout. Yeah. Yeah, thank you again, people. We appreciate you. Thank you, you Blind Spot. Thank you, Blind awesome Spot. Awesome interview. Yeah. Shout out to Be Nice Records. Shout out to you people. Please subscribe to the podcast. Uh, where can the fans find uh, the Blind Spot? Oh, yeah, at Blind Spot underscore music. music I think. Who blind Spot underscore music. That is it. Follow them. Follow them. Check them out. They got some good shit. Follow them. And you got to catch them live because that's where they really just shine. I mean, Alexa's a phenomenal, phenomenal front person. I mean, nice. the stage presence is unbelievable. And Chris, whether he's playing guitar or drums, it's just like, whoa. Nice. He, yeah, he's a killer. So, shout out to you guys. Thank you again for tuning in. Shout out to Be Nice Records. Shout out to my sick friend, Rashad, Woo! who's here with me making it happen. <laughs> Catch you next week, people. Peace. Adios. Adios.